You've just accessed Shekinah glory, the place where God dwells among His people. Prepare now to receive the Lord as Pastor Rex Ricks connects you to the power of God through the prophetic revelatory preaching and teaching of the Word of the Kingdom of God. Experience the revelation of Jesus Christ on another level from the place where God dwells among His people. Now, hear the Word of the Lord. This Bible works. I'm a believer, man. I understood every known religion there is, and none holds up like the living word of God. I wanted to know. That's why I wanted to go to school. I wanted to, Lord, if you real, yeah, even though I was raised in a Christian household, I wanted to know for myself. I want to know for me. And there's not another better system going. And we don't want to trust God. Third John 2. Let's refer. To third, third John two. Let me give you just a little review. Let's go with some things that we've ascertained thus far. So we're gonna let's read this out loud. Notice we've been talking about why some people prosper and others don't. Right? Have we been talking about that? Speak to the preacher. Have we been talking about that? Why some people prosper and others don't? There's a reason why. And we're not talking about. We're talking about prospering spirit soul and body every area you know the context in which uh, john was writing to gaius i'm not gonna go through that today i just want to go over uh, let me give you some pastor's notes let me go over a couple of things that we've learned and i said that we're going to literally denude or uncover every hindering obstacle that will pre- prohibit or prevent you from living this god kind of life so, number one, y'all read this out loud. We say that God's will for you. Well, first of all, let's read the verse. Let's read the verse. Let's read the verse. Verse. Beloved, I pray that you may what? Prosper in all things and be in health, even as your soul prosper. So, one of the things uh, we learned was what? Uh, let's go back. Pastor's notes. That God, let's read this out loud. God's will for you is that you what? Prosper to do increasingly well, which means no matter how well you're doing, God's will for you is that you do better than what you're doing now. And see, where we're going, this is important because two things that's pertinent, vital to getting this gospel across the world, throughout the world, you need people for a voice to proclaim the gospel and you need finances to send and to support. So it's important that our minds are right. See, there's a bigger picture than this. We just think about us. Because here's the thing. If your mind, if your perception is wrong and you have a low value of yourself, you're not even, there's going to be the slightest inclination to share Jesus with somebody because you feel inadequate. How can I share Jesus with them? I'm broke and they got money. But when you realize your father is rich and houses and lands, owns a a thousand, uh, excuse me, owns cattle on a thousand hills. So whatever he is, is yours. So as long as the father has, you have access to what he has. And when you realize that, you might not have $2 in the bank and you can minister the gospel to somebody who got money because of the mindset and the perception that you have about yourself because you know who you are. Are you here? What else did we say? We said that your material prosperity and your health physically is what? Going to happen as your soul prospers. The only way you're going to begin to live out this God kind of life, your mind, soul, your will, intellect, emotions has to change. Hmm. And this is a good one. I said that salvation, to be born again, does not in and of itself bring your what? Financial, material, physical life into a relationship with God. That's why you can be saved and still be broke. 
That's why you can be saved and, and still have jacked up relationships because salvation doesn't bring your mind into covenant with God. It brings your spirit into covenant with God. Your mind has to be renewed every day. And see, a lot of Christians, they don't understand this principle and they have not done what is necessary to bring that part of their lives into covenant relationship with God. What do I mean? I haven't done what is quiet, required to bring my financial uh, life into covenant relationship. And, and here's, what do you mean bringing it into relationship? We, we really got to lose our minds and exchange our minds for the mind of Christ. Yes, yes, you do. Let this mind be in you that was also in Christ Jesus. So you have to lose your mind. I, I got to lose my mind. Yeah, but when I lose it, I'm adopting Christ. I'm meeting resistance. I see. I, I don't know. Where you brought me? What's the name of What's the name of this church? Can I say something? This is so. Then I want to share something. Pastor talked about the night that I've been teaching for years. I mean, some stuff. I mean, she's at. She's putting some new stuff on it about this mind thing. Y'all heard me talk about the prayer. I'm what almost. But what? When you, you, some of you are still wet behind the ears. But it's working for me. Let, 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 let me tell you why it's important to bring your thoughts into agreement with God. I think it's Hebrews 11 and 6. Let me show you something. And you already know this. Who's tired, man? I don't want to hear that, man. I mean, I need, I, I, I need you to something to make me feel good. <laughs> let me tell you something. You get the right information, Gerald Williams Jr. You can feel good whenever you want to. You feel good 3 o'clock some days. I get up 3 o'clock in the morning just feeling good. It, it, the only reason why I don't leave the house because I'm married and cuddled up. But, but if I was single, I just get out and just ride because I feel good. Yeah. Then I look at pastor and say, give me something. Make me feel good. See, I'm married. I can say that. You, you can't say that. You, you can't say that if, you, if you're not married. You, you better not say that. You better not. You better better not say that if you're not married. And see, if you're religious, that's what's wrong now. You, you, you religious folk, you, you, was, you, you was out there, then when you get married, you, you act like you have no common sense, and your husband like, no, do that stuff you did before. You, I, 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 I'm like Medina Howard. I want a freak in the, what was that song she used to say? Uh, 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 what? I, I want to what? A freak in the morning and a what? Freak in the evening. <laughs> Let me tell you something. The, the, the Lord made that for the husband and wife to enjoy. Look at your husband and say, you didn't even know that. Some of your spouse didn't even know. Aren't you glad you came today? That old dry stuff. Nobody want no old dry, mundane. Ah, man, man, man. Put get get that old Yolanda Adams out. Put me some 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 old some old uh, R. Kelly or some old that old school Luther. Give me something that that'll set the mood. You trying to that's that's another problem. You trying to get intimate with your wife? Listen to that old religious music. There's a time and place for everything, and now ain't the time for that kind of music. Let me get, get, get me start. No, no, give me 45 more minutes. Let, I'm going to start right. 
Start it over. Give me 45 more minutes. We about to do this for real. Give me 45 more minutes. Look at me. 44, 5. Thank you, sir. You're a good man. Thank you. Lunch on me one day. Now watch this. Watch this. This is why it's so important that you get your, your thoughts in the line with the word. Read this out loud. Ready? Read. But without, it is impossible to please him. For he who comes to God must believe that he is and that he is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. So that word please. That word please in the Greek is only in the Bible one time. That word please. That word please. Without faith. What is faith? Believing. Conviction. Being fully persuaded in who? God. It's the Greek word what? Pistis. It's believing in somebody. Trusting. So without belief, trust, confidence, being fully persuaded. Where is that located? In your soulless realm. So without believing, being fully persuaded in God, it's, po- it's impossible to, it's impossible to plead. Now, what Jesus did, and I showed you some, some time ago, satisfied or pleased the Father, his sacrifice. So here, please, it's not talking about you trying to live up to a certain standard based upon your performance. Because you can't do that. That's why Jesus came, because you kept messing up. He said, I, we kept messing up. Way back, we. And we just adopted the we from Adam and Eve. Write this down. This, this, is, what that word, this is what it means in the Greek. Oh, boy. It means to gratify entirely. Or literally, and I've shared this, to be fully agreeable. Or in full agreement with. Now look at it this way. Without having faith in God or without believing God, it is impossible, watch this, to be in full agreement. Y'all missed that. So if I don't believe right, how can I be in full agreement with God? So since I'm not in full agreement, guess what? That's why it says, he who comes to God must first believe. And if I don't believe, I'm not in agreement. So he's not gratified. If you look up... uh, just use my dictionary. If you go to dictionary.com and look up uh, uh, agreement, uh, give me some of the words that are synonymous with agreement. So if I don't believe, I'm not in agreement. That's why Hebrew says, hold fast to your profession of faith without wavering. For he who promised is faithful. Hold fast to your agreement with God. The synonyms. Uh, where? Boy, where are they? Okay, where? Okay, word. Harmony, agreeing. What word did you look up? Agreement? Oh, look up uh, the other one. What, what, what did I tell you? What was the other one I told you? What's the, yeah, I said that, but what I meant was gratify. Look up gratify. So understand this. This is why we're so busy about, we're so aggressive in renewing that mind. Because as, as long as you're not in agreement with God, even though he promised you this or that, you can't, you can't obtain it because you don't agree. So right here, from now on, you, you remember this word, please, it's talking about being in agreement with God. Not trying to walk a straight line, and if I miss it, he's not pleading. No, that's, no, this is talking about my belief system. Faith comes by hearing, and hearing by declaring the word of God. Not hearing only, because James says you deceive yourself when you just hear. So faith comes by hearing, and I done taught this, and hearing by declaring that logos, that spoken word. But you can't do it on Sunday and Wednesday. Only. You have to do it every day. Are you here? Boy, let me show you something. Who's, who's, who's okay? 
no, 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 notice, we talked about uh, one of the points that I'm going to jump ahead to today. We talked about uh, uh, understanding our psychological makeup. It's a natural tendency to be resistant to change. Who remember that? Huh? Who remember that? Huh? Huh? Understanding our what? Monday night. No, it was Wednesday night. Pastor Tracy. Man, she's doing this great teaching. Uh, listen. Now, she, she, she showed a video clip of uh, Bob Proctor. He was talking about the paradigm. A paradigm. Paradigms are the way we view things. Our perception of the world around us. How we see things. That's a paradigm. Okay? And he talked about how we are controlled by paradigms. The paradigms in our lives, our perceptions, are the results of what we have. You hear? From our relationships to our income. Okay, she looked up gratified. One of the synonyms is what? Agree with. Thank you. So if I don't, I'm, I'm going to jump back to here, but if so, if my belief, if I don't believe, if I'm not in agreement, I can't get it, even though it's yours. How, how come I can't get it? Because the just should live by faith, what they believe. And if I don't believe it, I can't have it. Why? Because you don't believe it's yours. Is it mine? Yeah. What did I do? Nothing. Jesus did it. How do I get it? Believe what he did. And he did it for you. Boy, ooh, if I could charge y'all today. But we don't do it for that. Who remember he talked about the paradigms? Okay? They control your, how you, that's why I, I give you Bible. And see, a lot of these guys are just speaking Bible, just not using Bible verses. If the eye is bad, the whole body is full of darkness. If your perception is flawed, everything else going to be jacked up. That's what, Matthew chapter 6, around verse 23. So he said, when we shift our paradigms, everything else changes. A whole life changes. What? When I have a paradigm shift. So when the way I see things change, everything external will change. That's why we so big on working on that mind. So I don't care if you fight me when we talk about honoring God with the giving. I don't care if you fight me when, when we talk about sharing Jesus every day. I don't care because I'm working on some rigid mindset. Because every now and again, there's always one or two that have a eureka moment in midweek. Oh, good Lord. It's pastor, you've been in there calling to pastor. You've been teaching on that. And, and this morning, the Lord ministered. No, he ministered to you three weeks ago. It just caught up with you today. But however you get it, whenever you get it. Now, come here, Brother Fred. How tall are you? What? what? Yeah, you been, okay. Come here, brother. Let me use you. Y'all about the same height. So he said, when you start to make a paradigm shift, pull, pull that out. Yeah, come this way. Matter of fact, can y'all get on the stage? Thank you, bro. I think it's going to come off. Yeah. Okay. Okay. T -t Turn around. Turn around the other one. Okay. Yeah, y'all swell, son. Okay. Okay. So, so he said, keep, keep going. Y'all remember he talked about? Okay, that's good. Now, now hold it. Okay. Lead. Okay. 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 Come closer. Come to the end. Oh, you can't get it. So can y'all stand on this step right here? Watch the step. All right. All right. Here you go. Get on the end. Uh, back up a little bit, brother Fred. Here you go. What does that, hold, hold it up high. What does that say? Terror barrier. First, let me say something. The terror barrier is always there. It's always there. But those who walk by faith and not by sight, we walk straight through this. But the terror barrier is always there. It's just your perception of what's there. 
Okay, so he said, when you start to make a paradigm shift, you're going to raise the terror barrier. You're going to hit a wall like a tunnel. I mean, you're going to hit a brick wall, but you can keep going. I mean, you can make it. Just, just keep going through. What's the terror barrier? I mentioned that a couple weeks ago. It's Notice we said that the psychological makeup of a person is to be resistant to change. The terror barrier is when, when you want to do something new, different. All of these fears and phobias stand up here and tell you why you can't do it. Even in the face of truth, because of those thoughts that are deeply embedded, we believe the lie, even though you know this works. Because it worked for Pastor Ray, it worked for Pastor Tracy, it worked for Brother So-and-so, it worked for So-and-so, it worked for So-and-so, so-and-so. Boy, you hear? Terror. You you know another word for terror? Just fear. There are fears that are so great that they overwhelm the mind. That's all terror is. I've been saying this for years. You know what removes fear? Information. Thank you. Somebody must have heard me say that before. Or you heard somebody say So when you have information, when you are informed, it will remove fear. Even if the apprehension is still there because I know what's on the other side. You still move. Give me one second, fellas. Ephesians 4, 17. Let me show you something, sir, ma'am, boy. <sighs> yeah, look, Paul, now he's trying to get the people, God, to walk on one accord. But he, he says something here. I want to show you something. Notice he said, so this I solemnly say, uh, say so, for, so this I say and solemnly affirm together with the Lord as in his presence that you must no longer live what? As unbelieving. See, unbelieving Gentiles live in what? The fertility of their mind, of their what? And the foolishness of their what? Emptiness souls. Was that the right verse? Uh, uh, yeah. Nah. It, it, it's an, it, give me the other amplified on verse 17. It, it says something more than that one. Uh, it was talking about deeply ingrained, deeply embedded. But, it, but there's another translation talking about how deeply embedded those thoughts are. That's what I wanted to I don't see it up there. Y'all see it up. But it talks about, maybe it's verse 18. One of them. But it talks about how deeply embedded the thoughts are. Someone say deeply embedded. They're what? So, so, so you have to remember that when you were an unbeliever, a lot of the thoughts that, see, when, you bring those, when, you, when you're born again, you still have those thoughts that are deeply embedded. That's exchange why I'm saying, but we still do some of the same foolishness that you used to do. Is this it? Yeah, where is it at? Okay. Okay. Their moral understanding is what? Darkening. And their reason is what? Be clouded. They are alienated, estranged, self-banished, life together because of the ignorance. The ignorance. You, you know, you know, you know, you know what ignorance is. All ignorance is, you ignore. Look at the root word, ignore. So pe- ignorant people ignore information. So when somebody calls you ignorant, ignorant, they're saying you, you are ignoring something known. You already know what to do. You just ignore it. They call you ignorant. They don't call you ignorant unless you already know. Why y'all looking at me like that? I ain't calling the one person ignorant. First of all, who we calling ignorant? I tell you who ignorant. Because of the ignorance, look, the want of knowledge and perception, the perception, the willful blindness. See, you willingly ignore. Are y'all here? That, there it go. That is what? Deep-seated. So we have these mindsets that are deep seated. That's why you have to constantly renew your mind every day. Because what you have are terror barriers in front of you 
That's why you can hear on giving and never give. Hear on soul winning and, and not even mention Jesus on a daily basis. Hear on, on bettering your, your relationships or whatever. But because of, I don't deal with those deep-seated perceptions that I had what mom and them did and such and such them did, nothing changes. Wow. What's your terror barriers? I give you a prime example of people who were hindered by this. People who've been talking about it. Girl, this gonna be my year. I got my new outfit and got my girl. I'm coming out in 2017. But you know what? She sang the same song three years ago. I'm, I'm coming out. I'm coming out. I want the world to know. I want to let it show. <laughs> Is that right? Is that how I'm coming out. Get your back in the closet. You know what that terror bearer does? Get yourself back in that closet. What kind of preacher kicks doing this message? Me! I'm not moved by the terror barrier. When I met it, I tore mine down and walked through it. And when you break those terror barriers, you're not afraid to be your authentic self. And the only person you're concerned about who think about you is Jesus. Everybody else, your opinion is not necessary to me. It's not needed. If this message has been a blessing to you and you would like to make a donation and support this ministry as we expand the kingdom of God, please visit ShekinahGloryFC.com or download our church app from iTunes App Store or Google Play by searching Shekinah Glory FC and click Give to make your donation.